welcome to The Being Leader. I'm Annabelle Graham. Hi everyone, and welcome to this episode of The Being Leader, the podcast that discusses how we need to show up and be as leaders, and really reflects on what impacts our behaviours, our relationships and our outcomes, and allows us to focus more on our approach to leading ourselves, our teams and our organisations. Now today you have got me talking about a topic for which I am really passionate. It's the type of thing that makes me get my soapbox out and have a little bit of a rant every now and again, because it's something that is just not done within organisations. As leaders, we just don't do it. And I don't get why. Because when we do do it, either with our teams, with our boss, with our peers, with our stakeholders, our suppliers, everything is so much easier. So just think about it. Have you ever sat there really frustrated because you have no idea what your team are doing? You know, they seem to be going off at tangents, doing anything except about what you ask them to do. And and when it gets to the crux of it and you get really annoyed, you end up managing yourself really badly and then tear their head off and sort of hand it to them in complete frustration. Or on the other hand, you know, you're the person on the receiving end of this. You're being given your head and you know, have no idea why, you know, and what then happens? Cue lots of dancing around each other, you know, not speaking, rubbish behaviours, avoidance, sulking. And yes, you are two grown up people and you're acting like annoyed teenagers. Now, the worry is I see this weekly sometimes daily in organisations I work with. And I've been there myself, you know, I have remembered this happened in the past. And it really gets my my goat because it's so damn obvious. You know, we're making massive assumptions about each other and we're failing to discuss what our wants and needs are really clearly. Now, just imagine the situation because this is the one that happens all of the time. You start a new role or you're, you've got a new line manager and you go through the first three days and weeks and you have some meetings and you're a couple of months down the line. And when you're a couple of months down the line, one of two things will start to happen. Either everything's amazing, you're having a great time, you get on with your team, your boss is a dream, you know, you're getting great feedback on your results. I wish that was always the case because often what I see is the other scenario happening. You're getting a little anxious because you're not really sure what you want. And every time you present a new piece of work to your line manager, they're not quite happy with it. Your boss is getting a little bit tetchy with you. And there's been a few miscommunications and a few misunderstandings and the feedback isn't really forthcoming and you very rarely talk. Does that sound familiar? You know, time and again, I'm I'm in organisations at least two or three days a week and having conversations more regularly than that. And I'm speaking to people who I'm either coaching or I'm mentoring or I'm facilitating. And when they tell me that it's all a bit tense between them and their line manager or they're getting crossed wires or more to the point, I've not actually spoken to them for six months, at which point my eyes shoot out on stalks in complete and utter amazement. I always ask them the same question. Have you had the expectations conversation where you both agree what you expect of each other and how you'll work together? What do you think the answer is? No, of course they haven't. They've not sat down and talked about that. Why on earth would we bother doing that? You know, 95% of the time, without fail, that conversation has not happened. 
And it hasn't just happened within the first week or month, which is the scary thing. I've known people who have had the same line manager for two plus years and they've still not had that conversation. Now, seriously, what do you talk about in one-to-ones or performance reviews? Even more scary, this can be at any level of the organisation from leadership team down. This is not just team members with team leaders who have never had any training. This is senior function managers who have not had this conversation with their boss. So why does this keep happening? Why do we keep setting our team members up to fail by simply not saying what we expect of them? You know, we give them the job description and it's simply not enough, nor is the company induction. As a line manager, or let me put this another way, as a person who is managing a function or people at any level, a two-way needs conversation needs to be happening with your employees. And it needs to explore the following things. What makes that person tick? What do they love doing? What are their strengths? What are their fears? What are they worried about? And what are their development areas? What do you expect of that person, both in deliverables and in behaviour? How often would you like to meet or talk to them to get an update about what they're doing? Is that daily? Is it weekly? What is it? How would you like them to give you that update? Is it face to face? Is it in an email? Is it via the phone? Is it in a team meeting? And what precisely would you like to know? Then, when will you meet for a one-to-one and review performance and development? Now, if I'm honest, if you ask me, I think that should be monthly irrespective of what type of appraisal or performance of conversation framework you have. But I'm willing to see it be pushed out a little bit. And when you meet... How will you feed back to each other and discuss how you're working together? And then the final part of the conversation, what what do you as a team member expect of your line manager? How would you like feedback? What does support look like to you? And when do you expect your line manager to respond if you ask for help or feedback? Now, this isn't rocket science. It's basic people management. And when, you know, with many organisations, we're moving away from those formal performance management frameworks where we, you know, we review quarterly or half yearly and do annual review setting and we're just moving to more informal performance conversations. This expectations conversation is crucial. If we don't have that, then those monthly conversations or those more irregular regular performance conversations that we have become about stuff, not about development, not about how that person's actually behaving, how they're working and what they're doing. They're not meaningful. So having those conversations, making them really straightforward, setting the expectations and having honest conversations and simple language is absolutely key. And I've also got a question. Why are line managers not seeing this as a key part of their role? that needs to be done. Why not? Because for me, it's a day one, week one conversation. It's the first conversation that we have and then we readdress it at the end of the probationary period and adjust it for how it needs to be adjusted. This needs to be frequent. 
And equally, it needs to be with our peers while we're interacting on projects. It needs to be with our stakeholders when we are agreeing how and when we're going to meet together and what's going to be useful for us to do ongoing irrespective of what that frequency looks like and it's absolutely crucial for us for our service providers you know and by service provider you know we might dress it up with fancy language and call it an SLA but the reality is it's an expectations conversation you know when are we going to catch up on this review it and look at what good good bad and ugly is so the benefits for having this conversation are really simple one You both know what you expect of each other. You know where you stand and you know how and what you will communicate on and when. You know, this takes away all the guesswork and it takes away all the assumption. And it means that conflict and misunderstanding is a lot less likely to happen. It also means you're much more likely to have a better conversation with each other and be more honest and willing to tell each other things because you know of something about each other. Secondly, You have a contract of what good behaviour looks like between both of you. And this isn't open to interpretation. And that, again, makes a huge difference from that assumption point of view. And the final thing that it also does is it builds trust. And this is vital to working together and is the basis for creating high performance. Without the bedrock of trust, we lose focus on results. We encourage negative conflict. We damage commitment and we create barriers for accountability. So if you're hearing this as a leader or a team member and you have the ha- haven't had the expectations conversation yet and, and you know, I don't want comments coming back under the podcast saying how long it is that you've been working for your boss and you've still not had the expectations conversations because honestly that might make me cry. If you haven't had that conversation, I ask one thing of you and I ask that you do it within the next week. The next time you see your line manager or that team member who you haven't had this conversation with and you have a catch-up meeting, please can you just ask the following question and then take the conversation from there. Can we please talk about how we can work together more effectively? So look, thank you for joining me for my rant today on the expectations conversation. Um, The benefits and the questions are going to be in the show notes. And if this episode's been useful, please do send it on to your colleagues, to your team members, so they realise why you're asking them loads of questions, and to your friends for them who it might be useful for too. Thanks for listening to The Being Leader. 